the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the end. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom God favors. The Gospel of the Lord. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God. In the scriptures, notable things happen in the dark. Out of darkness, light is created. Looking at the night sky, God tells Abraham that his descendants will be as numerous as the stars. In the night, a pillar of fire leads the Hebrew slaves to freedom. And Jesus is born while shepherds watch their flocks by night. Author Barbara Brown Taylor talks about the solar spirituality that is, the, that is the basis of much of the prosperity gospel these days. God rewards the faithful with a sunny dose of health, wealth, and happiness. But what happens when life, what happens when Christmas feels like a long night? Or the day is filled with shadows and clouds. Taylor wants us to embrace a spirituality that finds gifts in darkness and nighttime. Rather than speaking of certainty and 
absolutes, perhaps the holy is revealed in mystery, in unknowing. Coming to this Christ Mass late at night, much past my bedtime, is itself a way to honor and love darkness. And speaking of the night, just where was Jesus born? In Luke, Jesus is born in a manger. Let a, yet a late first century source gives additional information about the life of Mary and other details. Here, Jesus is born in a cave. As the picture in the Orthodox icon on your bulletin cover makes clear. A cave. A cave is an ultimate place of hiding and protection. Orthodox icons also picture the resurrection in a cave. As Jesus raises up Adam and Eve and all humanity from death. As one Orthodox writer explains, caves are places of darkness. Caves are places of mystery. Like the cave Christ entered at his birth, our hearts become the cave where God's spirit dwells. Robert Farland writes about caves and caverns. Caves and caverns under lands and cities, under forests and meltwater of Greenland. Since before we, we were homo, homo sapiens, humans have been seeking out spaces of darkness in which to find meaning, he writes. McFarland sometimes tells his children that we walk upon the thin crust above this raging space of matter and we know nothing of it. Our sight stops at our toes and sight is so bound up with modern ways of knowing we look up and see literally trillions of miles. We can see light coming from stars across the universe, across the galaxy. But we look down and we can't see beyond the grass or beyond the pavement. I remember touring a cave in Istanbul, in Turkey, a number of years ago. And touring is the right word for it for that curated experience we had. In this tamed cave, there were ladder, ladders and ramps and lights so that nothing would be scary or threatening. So when Barbara Brown Taylor was working on her book about learning to walk in the dark, she was contacted by someone inviting her to visit a cave. She said, so you're a spelunker? He replied, no, I rescue stranded and lost spelunkers. I want you to come to a wild cave in West Virginia. A wild cave means unsurveyed, unlit, unexplored, unsafe. Yet that dark cave experience was life-changing, as Taylor writes, we got so deep in that cave, and we turned off our headlights, and the caver invited us to just sit and be in the dark 
like being embraced by my dark mother who took me into her arms and it was quiet and nobody was going to sneak up on me and I ended up just loving it. It was the perfect thing to do because that's utter darkness. That's not the darkness illuminated by campfires and shooting stars and beautiful full moons. That was just dark. And I was in no danger except inside my mind. The hymn text we will sing in a moment pictures the holy birth when half spent was the night. For us in the northern hemisphere, we come together late on one of the longest nights of the year. The farmer, Wendell Berry, invites us to go in the dark with a light is to know the light. To know the dark, go dark. Go without sight and find that the dark too blooms and sings and is traveled by dark feet and dark wings. Christ is born. Christ comes. Christ is made known in beautiful, holy darkness. In this quiet, still place and in the cave of our hearts, is peace and hope beyond telling. So receive the child this holy night. Feast on him at this table. Behold him in both strangers and beloved ones. Ponder him in moments of wonder and gratitude. Savor the grace and the mystery. Welcome him in the darkness.